News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Minister for Housing, Dara O'Brien, good morning to you. Morning, Kira. How are you? I'm, I'm very well. Um, look, we've quite a lot to get through in fairness. Let's kick off, first of all, with this week, the Cabinet talking about a worst case scenario, a shortfall of 19,000 beds for Ukrainian refugees and those seeking international protection. We are, we are losing control of this issue and it is getting worse. I don't think we are, Kira. I think firstly we've got to look at what we've been able to do as a country since last February, March, that we've accommodated on or about 70,000 Ukrainians in this country through a mix of responses, private sector, refurbished buildings and various other things. So the response, while it's not been perfect, uh, um, I think by any fair assessment, you know, has been, you know, very effective. Now, there remains to be challenges, but we're ramping up the delivery of refurbished buildings in particular. That's something that I've particular uh, input into uh, through the local authorities and that will continue apace so you know there will be challenges between now and the end of the year we don't know what will happen if potentially if there's a spring offensive as well in the Ukraine that could have an impact on the influx of the numbers of people coming in but I, I think you know we're we met as a, a as a cabinet subcommittee on Ukraine earlier this week with Taoiseach Tonish the Minister Ryan and the relevant ministers myself and Minister O'Gorman and like we're fully aware of the challenges that are there but we also you know we're, we're working hard to deliver the additional properties that we need Okay and we have heard that the Minister uh, Roderick O'Gorman has put out an appeal for any kind any kind of community buildings public buildings convention centres it sounds with respect Minister like he's looking for the parish hall uh, we are at kind of crisis stage aren't we and I know you're saying that it's not getting worse but if there's another 19,000 coming and we're already struggling greatly with what we have um there is a lack of confidence, I would suggest, around the country that we're dealing with this. Well, like I think, again, it's important that we put it in context. If anyone had said 12 months ago, before the outbreak of the war, that we would have had been able to accommodate over yes, about 70,000 Ukrainians, pe- people would have said, like, basically, that we wouldn't. But, like, we've stood up about 20 rest centres in addition to this across the country that our local authority staff are looking after as well, whereby Ukrainians who are fleeing war can come in they can be processed and allocated proper accommodation. One thing that there was a lot of difficulty with was the pledges that people gave for uh, for homes that weren't being activated quickly enough. Now, uh, Michael Walsh, the chief executive of Waterford County Council, un- under my own department, took over that with a new scheme called Offer a Home. And that's been really successful, actually. We've had like over a thousand um, pledges made. 90% of, of people have been contacted within five days. Okay. We've accommodated over 780 people in that, in, in that scheme just since the 24th of November. So like, would there are certainly there have been, have been bumps along the road on this. Uh, we need to improve the response, uh, and we'll continue to do that. But um, I, I would say we haven't lost control of it, and I want to mm. say that to people. And the reason we haven't is because Irish people and communities right across the county have been incredible in their response to this. They understand that these are people who are fleeing war and, you know, uh, that have, have had a terrible situation 
uh, not of their making, uh, families and friends murdered and and, and you're, you're, you're absolutely so. right. But nonetheless, we have seen almost 70 protests around the country in the last mm. month, anti-immigration mm. protests. There is now a growing concern about the rise of the far right. We've seen mm. a, another assault on a refugee. We, the, the protests are now being policed with uh, public order units, sure. armed response units, the police, you know, the guard, the helicopter. It, things have changed and shifted and the housing and accommodation crisis is contributing in large part to to an anti-immigration sentiment that has been described today by Ursula von der Leyen as hardening throughout Europe, but particularly we can see it here in Ireland. I mean, are you concerned about the impact housing is having on on perhaps potential sinister forces in our political system growing in number? Well, I think first and foremost, Kira, that like what I saw in Finglas this week and I've seen across the country with some of the protests have to be condemned uh, outright Um, like people have a right to protest and have their view even if I don't share their view they don't have a right to intimidate people Uh, they don't have a right to bully people and some of the um, activity that we've seen is reprehensible and I actually don't think with the far right within it and others who are agitators within it Mm -hmm. that there's anything really to do with any crisis I think it's really hitching their wagon uh, to do you believe the issue is being image. hijacked? Yeah, I do. And there are genuine people too. Uh, you know, there are genuine people that have genuine concerns and communication in some instances needs to be better. And we recognise that in government and we're going to do that. Um, and like communities have done okay. a lot. But, Would you, you favour, Minister, the idea of exclusion zones ar- around um, people's homes, I suppose, where, where they're staying, that, that these residential centres that are yeah. being used? a complicated matter okay what i'd say to people is that you know regardless of one's view on this is that we've kids we've families who are fleeing awful situations and if you can imagine to put yourself in the in the mind of a child no no i uh, i, I absolutely you, you know and, and that's what people i know you uh, and in fairness i i know you get that and 99 percent of your listeners do as well but those who are protesting need to have a have a think again uh, about what they're doing if they want to protest protest outside the doll Okay. Uh, you know, we, we, and that, that is the place where most people do it. Your message can be heard. You know, it, it, it'll be respected if it's done respectfully. Uh, we don't have to agree with it, and we're going to continue. Uh, what we need to do as a country is to help those who need our help, and we should know as a, as, as a society through our history. Uh, I, and and there is an irony in that, you're, you're not wrong. Well, there is, L- right? la- lastly, on the yeah. refugee aspect of all of this, but would a czar help, you know, this, this call for a czar to, to, I suppose, integrate your ministry, Roderick O'Gorman's ministry, into, you know, I know we have a minister for integration, but, but, but somebody overseeing and pulling together all the threads in maybe some kind of uh, coordinated fashion, would that be helpful in your view? Well, look, we meet regularly. We met this week and Roderick and I and other relevant departments talk on a daily basis. We've done more work, work on the local authority side to see how we can help, you know, um, the provision of accommodation and, and expedite that. And we're doing that at the moment. Uh, look, the, the structure, like the Taoiseach Tarnished, the Minister Ryan, myself and Roderick and, and relevant ministers meet and talk on a daily basis. All right. So, so and, I think uh, you're saying in effect, probably not. Can I move on to other aspects? Because there's more to, to housing, obviously, than, than the refugee crisis. IBEC, uh, the business organisation, has come out and said that our housing crisis and our shortage of accommodation is 
possibly the biggest stumbling block for the economy and for moving forward and for progress because people don't want to work here or can't work here because there's nowhere for them to stay. So it's now putting, not only is it creating perhaps difficulties with the far right, but it is also putting, I suppose, kind of obstacles in the way of, of growth in the economy. What do you say is going to happen in response to that? Well, look, I looked at the IBEC report and a lot of the things they've called for actually in Housing for All and that we're doing, like the provision of affordable housing, making sure the first-time buyers can get into the market, like we'd 25,000, over 25,000 drawdowns by first-time buyers and mortgages last year. Now, there's no question, like we weren't going to turn around the housing situation in, in a year. Housing for All is only a year old. But what I can say is the outlook is, is positive. And I've discussed this many times on, on your show with yourself and Shane. Like if you look at the completion figures last year, just short of 30,000, 29,851 new homes, up from 20,000 the year before, and well ahead of target. Okay. Now, you know, so what I'm saying to this year as well, we, we have a challenging target that I believe we'll hit and we want to exceed it. But Minister, um, it has been, those targets have been roundly dismissed as, as inadequate. I mean, I know, I know what the mm-hmm. targets are in Housing for All, sure. but we're saying we actually, what we actually need is, is double that at 63,000 homes. So even though we hit 27,000, you could actually describe that as a shortfall of 35,000. Well, you, you know, like we're, we're, I, we're, I know what you're saying. We're, we're underestimating what we need and therefore we're going deeper into the hole. Okay, firstly, we, we hit just 29,850 last year, so just short of 30,000. And I think by any fair assessment, that's pretty much an increase of 10,000 year on year. So it's about building capacity up and, and it's going in the right direction. The Housing Commission, which you refer to, which is this figure of 62,000, they, they're working, I established them, about looking at, at what Ireland needs between now and 2050. And they actually never came forward with a... With a a, a number of 62,000. Like the targets we've set in Housing for All are baseline targets um, and we want to exceed them. And we did that last year. The target this year is 29,000. But it I want shouldn't to be, that. is the point I suppose I'm making. It should Sorry? be 62,000. No, it shouldn't. No, I, I, I think what we want to get to Kira is an average of at least 33,000 a year. Um, Based on the figures we're hearing, that will still leave us with a shortfall each year annually, which will be cumulative of 30,000, Minister. No, I, I think, Kira. what the Housing Commission have looked at is what we need between now and 2050, okay? Our plan is for between now and 2030. And look, there's no question, like, we need more supply. But there's a couple of good things, if I could say. Like, last year, we'll deliver more social homes, new-built social homes, than we've done since 1975. Affordable homes to purchase and rent for the first time in and a generation. And I fully accept and that. And I and I know that that, that you have made inroads that that weren't there the previous years. I, sure. I can see the figures myself. I can see the jump up in numbers and, sure. and, and and completions and all of that. But it still leaves people going. Well, that's fine, except for if what we need is is twice what we're aiming for. We're but, we're going to be in three years' time. We'll be a hundred thousand worse no, how, and, and, homes worse off than we were. And I get the point, um, but. Actually, we're not 30,000 short every year. Uh, and just saying that is that the, the, the revised target, you know, of this, this number of 62,000 doesn't relate to this decade. Um, it's about what we need to get to into the future with population growth. Now, to be very clear, whilst it's a good start last year and we've gone through the figures just now, lots of people aren't feeling okay. that. There's more people need affordable homes, more people need social homes. But we're building the capacity to do that because... We've about 25,000 more workers in construction this year than we had in Yeah, and, and I accept we can't, we can't go from, from naught mm. to 60. It, it, it's, it's not a possibility. 
can I can I can I move on because one of the issues, of course, that has been in the news all week is is this legal strategy, let's call it, sure. around nursing home care. That that um, I, I think to summarise it is, is is that public patients with GMS cards were were charged when they were accessing uh, nursing home care in private spaces and indeed sometimes in public spaces um, wrongly. Now. Do you believe, as Minister in this government, that the government strategy that was pursued and that is being described and outlined by government at the moment, that that is a defensible uh, situation, that that these people, that it was reasonable that they were charged if they had medical cards in private hospitals, that it was probably not reasonable necessarily they were charged in public hospitals, but that the state was right, I suppose, to operate and defend itself in the way that it has? We've discussed this at length, and it's, it's a serious issue for people. It's a legacy issue, like it dates back a, long, a number of years. That the, it does, but the, 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 the last paperwork, as, as I can see it on this, that was, you know, it was continued was 2017. That's not that long ago. No, true. Well, the Fair Deal scheme, which came in, uh, which the former Minister Harney brought in, has regularised this situation, and that's in place since 2009. Yeah. And there, there may have been some residual cases up to recently, and you're right in saying that. If I could say this, Kira, is... Like we're taking this very seriously. Uh, the Taoiseach and Tawnish have addressed this too. On Tuesday, this Tuesday coming, um, the Attorney General has been tasked with bringing forward a report to detail the, the, uh, a summary of, of the issue, the legal advice, as well as the chronology of the events that have taken place. And Cabinet will assess that in detail. And if governments uh, are in any way fi- found lacking or that, that people's rights have not been vindicated, we will deal with that. Because one thing that's you know, that I and I'm certain all my, my colleagues uh, at cabinet level is like we're there to ensure that citizens' rights and people who are resident in okay. this republic, that their rights are protected and they're vindicated. So, so cost, have, is, have cost isn't, isn't the overriding priority here for you? Sorry about that. Sorry, Kira. I said so cost isn't the overriding priority. No, it's not. But I think in, in fairness, the state on any matter will have a legal position. Okay. Now, what we've asked the attorney to do is, because this goes back a long number of years, is to no, no, I, I accept that. What, what happened and to come to cabinet this Tuesday coming with a report, right. which we will assess very seriously. And then uh, from there, we will take the situation right. Minister, forward. Minister for Housing, Dara Bryant, thank you very much for speaking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.